Hey cuties, welcome to another episode of Mimi Said What? I'm Mimi Robinson and this is my show where I have unfiltered girlfriend chatter with a dose of entertainment and a side of pop culture. I'm a dope ass black woman who happens to be a wife, a mom, and still have a life of my own. Mimi update. So first of all, let me start by saying we are officially on spring break. Hallelujah. This is the break I've been needing since the last big break I had at Christmas time. So the kids are officially out of school for a full week and a day. And babe and I are off for the week as well. Woo! It's still a global pandemic. <laughs> but <laughs> at least we don't have to worry about logging in and making sure everyone is in school and work and juggling meetings and all of that other stuff. Um, I don't have... Um, anything structured to do which is the best way so we'll just see how the week unfolds um my corner chair finally arrived this week i feel like i've been waiting a lifetime it's probably been like two weeks maybe two and a half weeks but it arrived it's gorgeous it looks so good in the space i put it together and y'all i had this whole plan of how i was going to do the wall so the corner chair sits in a, duh, in a corner, but it sits next to this cabinet I have the TV on. So I've finally given in to my husband's suggestion of mounting the TV. So I got the mount and everything, but I had this other vision for the wall and y'all, sis ain't feeling it. I'm not feeling it at all. So I need to figure out what's going to replace the vision I originally had that I feel like is just not working so I am going to go to Ikea this weekend of course I am but I ain't been in a minute y'all I probably have them withdrawals and just look around the showroom I need some inspiration some ideas I kind of got a little vibe in my head and I need to see if I can bring it to life so um one wall in my craft room slash office in mom cave it's like all of that in one is an accent wall that I've painted freehand over a year ago and I love it it's very busy it's so me and it's filled with art by black women but then the opposite wall is just plain it's plain in color I did have a few things hanging up there but it's it's like that's the business side and the other wall is the party side so I want to judge them together a little more than what they presently are so that is my plan I'm even considering adding a bit of black paint into the mix on this opposite wall that would vibe with the accent wall. So I'm gonna see what I can see at the Ikea and then I'll share my ideas later. All right, what else? Um, So I did this dope campaign for St. Jude um, and St. Jude always has a sweet spot in my heart. This is not the first time I've told you about them, um, but they have a won't change campaign. Um, if you don't know, and you are new around here, I've been an uh, ambassador for St. Jude for a really long time at this point. <laughs> and so um, I never turned down an opportunity to spread the word, to share a message, any of those things. Um, and so St. Jude is a long time supporter and community partner in trying to end um, childhood cancer and sickle cell. 
So um, this campaign is just about St. Jude refusing to stop until no child dies from cancer. So um, they have this really dope t-shirt that you can get by making donations. And it says, we won't stop. And that's what I had on. And um, while I don't have a lot of experience with childhood cancer, um, I'm no stranger to cancer. My grandmother died from cancer in 2002. Um, In 2011, my mother was diagnosed with cancer. Um, my mother-in-law is a two-time cancer survivor, and I've shared that in 2018, my cousin, um, Thais died from cancer at the age of 40. And so I feel like at this stage in life, everyone has a cancer experience of some sort because it's so rampant. It is nondescript. It will get anybody, um, and including our children. So one of our family friends, I think, I feel like he died last year. It was either the top of 2020 or the end of 2019. And he was my son's age. He's actually a year younger than my son. And so he died of childhood cancer. Um, He had a brain tumor and he was only 14. So um, like I said, whenever I get a chance to spread the word, to donate my money, to donate my time and to speak about St. Jude, I do. So I'm going to tag just that particular post um, in the description. So if you feel so led to share, um, to donate or contribute to St. Jude, that's your business, no pressure, but um, I like to, you know, continue to share the message. So lastly, I treated myself. Um, I told y'all there was a bag I had talked myself out of. So it was a Louis Vuitton bag. Um, I ain't bought a new bag in years. And I fell in love with this one. The bag name is called Bum Bag. It's really just a designer fanny pack, essentially. Um, So I ordered it. I thought I was going to go to the store and get it. Could not. Ordered it. And then it arrived in a week. So I am super excited to drag that around. Um, So that's it. That's all for your Mimi update. Check back next week. It should be popping. It probably won't be. Whatevs. Pop culture time. So, okay. I talked about Tina Turner, the Tina Turner documentary on a previous episode, and I was curious, like I had questions about what we were going to see. Was it different than the story that has uh, unfolded in What's Love Got to Do With It? So I got some updates. So there will be never before seen footage, audio tapes, personal photos, and new interviews included in the documentary to include Tina herself. Um, so she's going to talk about her life, her career, um, being a music icon, of course, um, how she suffers from some PTSD from the terribly abusive relationship she experienced with Ike, um, some kidney failure. She's 81. She's retiring from performing. She got a lot of medical stuff going on. I believe it said cancer and kidney failure. Um, the documentary comes out tomorrow, so I will be watching it. So next week podcast episode will be the Queens edition. And we're going to talk about the Aretha Franklin story that has been running three days out of this week and Tina Turner's interview. So like I'm committed to watching, (laughs) you need to commit to watching so we can talk about it. All right. Ooh, Woo! So Versus gave us some tea this week and I am super, super, super excited about it. Um, 
random. This is real random. This morning on the news, Donnell Jones was on. And I used to love Donnell Jones back in the day. Apparently, he's putting out new music. And it was like after seven years. And I was like, seven years? I feel like the last time I heard him was like in my early 20s. But whatever. And they asked him, would he do a versus? And he said he would love to do one with Joe. I am so here for that. Oh, body rolling all night long. Okay, anyway. So back to the latest schedule. First of all, did you know that Swiss Beats and Timberland sold verses? I did not know that. Now, it was an undisclosed amount of money, but um, they do both remain shareholders. Get your money, get your money. I'm not surprised. They were a hit out of the gate. It definitely took the non-blacks some time to get on board. And the smart thing about them is after every verses, they would show their power, right? So the amount of streams that these artists would get as a result of the amount of sales and they would be trending like all of the receipts they always post to their feed, which is smart because if someone is going to invest in a thing, right, they want to know how are they going to get a return on their investment. And so they put their numbers out there and they didn't they didn't blew all the way up. It wasn't like they weren't already rich, but now they got a little more money. So with all of that said, we got some battles coming up. So the last battle was Ghost Face, Killer, and Raekwon. I did not watch either. Um, but there's some battles that are going down. So the next battle that is going down will be on Sunday, April 4th. This is the baby making edition. I don't think they called it that. I'm certain those were my words, but still. I won't be making babies, but I'm always here for a practice. <laughs> Dear God, the elements, Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers. What? I've already picked out my finest moo-moo. I plan to two-step and act like the old auntie that I am all night long. All night long. I don't have a favorite. I love them both. I know so much of their music and I plan to sing it all. Y'all. Y'all just don't know. I'm way too excited. All the aunties. All the aunties are excited. Let me tell you, this is a brown liquor edition. I don't drink brown liquor, so wine for me. But <laughs> I am indeed an old woman trapped in a 41-year-old body. But both of them, both, B-O-F-F-F-F-F have so many hits and classics that I'm super excited about it. Now, this is going to be another one where your mamas and your daddies going to be calling you like, oh, how do you work the internet so I can he- get into this versus Ooh, Godspeed. All right. After that, the April 20th edition is the How High Special. Now, that's what they're calling it because it is Red Man versus Method Man. I'm attuning in for that because I like both of them and I know a whole lot of their music, but I just need them to hit Methods Rap with Mary cause that is my shit. Oh my God, mm. I become a hardcore rapper when I joint come on. That is one of my favorites. So I'm excited about the next two for sure. And then they went ahead and gave the people what they want. So they have already put out the Mother's Day edition, which won't even come out until Saturday, May 8th. SWV versus Escape. Who you got? I don't want pick. And I don't feel like I got to pick. Because both of them got hits. I was singing both of them to the top of my lungs. And so 
I'm not going to change who I am just because they are battling. I am hella excited about both and I am going to sing to the top of my lungs to both of their songs. So I'm super excited. These next three, I'm here for all of them. All of them. I felt like I fell off for the last the last couple of them. They just were not my judge. But these, ooh. Anyway, moving on. So ABC has a new hip hop drama called Queens. When I hear the words ABC and hip hop, and I don't mean another bad creation. (laughs) I mean the network ABC. They don't go together. They don't. But it's going down. And I think I'm going to tune. No, I don't think. I know. I'm going to watch. So here's the tea. Brandy has signed on as a co-lead opposite of Eve and Notori Naughton in this pilot. So it's going to be an hour long. And the premise is there are four estranged and out of touch women in their 40s. <laughs> Hello, me too. Anyway, reunite for a chance to recapture their fame and regain the swagger they had as the nasty bitches. <laughs> That shit is funny to me. I'm sorry. Um, As the Nasty Bitches, which was their 90s group that made them legends in the hip hop world. Who decided to name these girls Nasty Bitches? Dear ABC, cut it out. So even Brandy will also record and perform some original songs for the show as their character. So I'm excited about them. Um, I'm a fan of all of their work. Love Brandy's music. Loved Eve's music back in the day. And I used to watch both of their shows on television. So I'm gonna check it out. I didn't see a date on when this will come out, but I'm sure we got to hold our mule a little bit, but I'm gonna keep up with it. Next up, Sherry Shepard is set to produce and star in an ABC pilot. ABC is checking for all the blacks. So the pilot is called Black Don't Crack. I'm real nervous about this one. Sherry Shepard is a very slippery slope for me. Her brand of comedy is a slippery slope for me. Let me say that. Um, I don't, I don't know what this. I don't know what to expect. Now, according to the article, her character is Angela Wright, and she's a native New Yorker, and she's somewhere between forty-five and death. And it's hard to tell because black don't crack. She's a single mom who puts aside her musical dreams to raise her son after her husband dies. She's been holding it down alone for years, taking care of her family instead of herself. And then she is confronted with a personal crisis. She reunites with her sorority sisters to recapture the passion, ambition, and sisterhood of their college glory days. This all sounds bad because (laughs) at 45, that is not the time to try and recapture your glory college days. I don't know. Again, no date on when it will air. Uh, I'm semi-interested-ish. Now, I'm rooting for everybody black, so I'll check it out whenever it comes out, but I don't know. All right, moving on. Sesame Street. Sesame Street has been making so many waves this week, from the local news to social media to everywhere. Sesame Street is taking on racism. Pause for reaction. Okay, no, it shouldn't be because it's Sesame Street and they are no stranger to taking on topics like racism and other hard hitting topics. So they are adding new characters to good old Sesame Street to address racism. I like it. I like it a lot. So there will be a black father and son and the Internet is going wild. Yo. So, okay, Sesame Street posted the video about it on their Instagram account. So. 
I'll tag it in the description, but you can also go watch it, right? Just go to Sesame Street on Instagram. So <laughs> there are memes about how handsome of a puppet the dad is. Do y'all know how absurd that is? <laughs> oh my God. So the son's name is Wes and the dad's name is Elijah. And they was like, this puppet is too cute. <laughs> They did do a really good job. I will say they did them justice. So in the video, Elmo and his friend Wes are exploring the colors of their skin and fur. And then Wes's dad, Elijah, explains the concept of melanin and that the color of our skin is an important part of who we are. And we can all learn about and celebrate our unique identities together. Hashtag coming together. So it is a cute video. It's a very fitting video. They will be adding a mom, which I appreciate. Go ahead and give us a whole full circle moment. And so the mom's name is going to be Naomi and she'll be joining in. Now, I don't watch Sesame Street. My kids are nine and 16. <laughs> We're past that stage. But I appreciate their dedication and commitment to trying to move the needle forward. Um, I know they've had a puppet on there who was homeless and all of those things. They've done a great job of just keeping up with pop culture, not pop culture, keeping up with the culture, keeping up with the things that are going on in society and giving Sesame Street a better and accurate reflection of what the world looks like. And I like that a lot. So, like I said, they have always found a great way to tackle the hard and sensitive topics in a very kid-friendly way. And I have no doubt that they will do the same with this. All right, moving on. So, do you watch The Lord of the Rings? That was not my zhuzh. Y'all know I don't like scary stuff. That's not my kind of freaky. And so Lord of the Rings was never my thing. But it was so freaking popular. So, Amazon is turning it into a television series. So, Amazon Studios announced that British Chinese director Wayne I'm not gonna fuck up Wayne's last name so I'm just gonna tell you his name is Wayne but he's joined the creative team of Amazon's original The Lord of Rings television series so he is a director and a co-executive producer now if you are a Lord of Rings fan this is a forthcoming series and it brings to screen okay I'm gonna read you the description because like I said I've not actually watched <laughs> and so I'm not even gonna pretend like I know all of these things. All right. So the forthcoming series brings to screens for the very first time the heroic legends of the fabled second age of Middle Earth's history. This epic drama is set the thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbits and The Lord of the Rings. Now, beginning in a time of relative peace, the series follows an ensemble cast of characters, both familiar and new, as they confront the long-feared re-emergence of evil to Middle-earth. That's a lot, y'all. Now, from the darkest depths of the Misty Mountains to the majestic forests of the elf capital of Linden to the breathtaking island kingdom of Numenor... To the furthest reaches of the map, these kingdoms and characters will carve out legacies that live on long after they are gone. If you speak Lord of the Rings, then you got that. If you do not, then just pretend like I was just reading that in another language. That's all. All right, moving on. Another new show alert, this time on CBS. As someone who is struggling to keep up with shows right now because so many are on hiatus and I'm really bored, 
I'm happy to see that they are bringing new shows, new shows that pique my interest. This is another one. It's called Rebel. <laughs> I feel like they know me already. So this one is inspired by the life of Aaron Brockovich. Um, today, Annie Rebel Bello is a funny, messy, brilliant, and fearlessly legal advocate who will win at almost any cost. So the series stars Katie Seagal. Katie Seagal is a beast. I freaking love her. So she was in Married with Children. But she was so fucking bomb in Sons of Anarchy. I saw her in a whole nother light in Sons of Anarchy. She was vicious. <laughs> she was vile. She was cutthroat. She was gutter. Um, but it was a huge departure from the whole Peggy Bundy thing and some of the other things I've seen her in. I like the hardcore Katie Seagal. Now, there's some other people in the show that, well, I know Andy Garcia. He's in there. I don't know John Corbett, and I did not look these people up. James Leisure, Lex Scott Davis. Um, What's her name? Tom, Tamala Jones, old school. I can't think of what she was in, but she was in some black movies back in the day. Um, she is also in the cast and some other folks that I don't know. Um, I saw the preview. So I was watching, I don't know, something on CBS. And oddly enough, um, I always fast forward through the commercials and I saw something and I was like, wait a minute, let me go back. So the preview looked very good. It looked very enticing. Definitely my judge. And it's done by the executive producers of Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. So, all right, I'll give them their thing. I could get with that. They generally do a good job. So it airs on April 8th at 10 p.m., which I believe is a Thursday. So it's going to follow the Thursday Station 19 Grey's Anatomy and then Rebel time slot. I'm here for it. So I gave you a lot. It's a lot happening. I'm excited. We'll stay tuned for an update. Okay, so let's talk about what Mimi is watching. I feel like this was a productive week, y'all. All right, so first things first, Station 19. Oh, so last week they left us with this cliffhanger um, and we were trying to figure out what the secret was. We saw Travis's shock and awe when he saw Vic's new boo show up at the fire station. But we didn't know who he was, why he was shocked and all that. Well, we know now, the gig is up. He was the person, he was the chief who got Travis's husband killed as a fireman. What the fuck? Um, and so you see some of that play out in an episode, but they still leave us hanging. There's still so many questions I have and all of this stuff. So naturally Vic finds out and she picks Travis. She's like, look, Travis took me in when nobody else would. He isn't just my friend. Like we live together and I'm committed to him and I'm loyal to him. And so this ain't going to be a thing that's going to work out. So <laughs> she put it on Front Street. She kept it real with him. Um, I want to know more of the story. I've only obviously heard bits and pieces of Travis's story because it's a part of his storyline. But I want to know the details. And it looks like from this yet another cliffhanger that they left us with that um, we'll get more answers next week. So the last scene of the episode um, is when Vic had just told the new boo that this ain't going to work out and all of that other stuff. And then she hugs him and then Travis walks in and all you see is him standing there. He's pissed 
and he walks off and then they kind of go at it a little bit him and Vic and then that's it so like I said the previews look hella good I'm super excited about what's to come next week and see how all of this thing unravels um it was a really good episode there were a lot of things at play in the episode but it was a really good one now speaking of things that were not good though Grey's Anatomy was a total and complete waste of my time and I want my hour back I don't know who I need to speak with, but somebody needs to allow me to reclaim my time. It was a waste. It was the Teddy and Owen show, and they are the most boring and exhausting storyline that the show has, even though the whole show was on life support. I almost quit them this episode. Matter of fact, I didn't even finish watching it because I have zero interest. It sucks. It sucks so bad. And I hate that this is what it's come down to. If this is the final season, this is the worst fucking season in the history of Grey's Anatomy. Whether it's the last one or not, this is awful. It started going downhill last season, but this one for sure nail in the coffin. All right, moving on. So Babe and I have been watching the VH1 Family Reunion, which is the Love and Hip Hop edition. And it was seven episodes with cast members from all of the cities of Love and Hip Hop. It was so fun to watch. There was minimal drama. Um, not the typical kind of messy drama. It was like a kumbaya, let's air out our grievances and move on and heal from it kind of drama. Um, it was fun. They were all together like on this ranch and it literally was like a family reunion. Y'all know shit go down at the family reunion too. But they like ate together. They had activities and it was just fun to see them kind of let their hair down in a different kind of way than what you're used to seeing on the show. So um, Mama D, Mama D was Mama D. Trick Daddy was on there. Trina was on it. Ray J was on it. Um, Mendici and Yandy. Carly Ray and her daughter, which was the first time we saw her. Trick Daddy had his son. That's the first time we've seen him, I believe. Um, and then Jock was on there with his oldest son. So it was nice to see that dynamic. April and Fizz, who are not together. And a few others. Oh, the, uh, what's that boy's name? Um, the Bam, who is married to, oh, Scrappy. That That's, <laughs> I could not think of his name. Um, Lil Scrappy was on it. And a few others. It was a good group of them, but it was uh, really refreshing to watch. And I don't know that you could ever put the words refreshing and loving hip hop in one sentence, but there I did it. All right, moving on. Snowfall. Babe and I have been locked and loaded to Snowfall since the season four return, and it has been a nonstop ride. I feel like everybody's crazy. I also feel like everybody's dead. Everybody's out of control, and it's one entire shit show, and I don't know how Franklin and his family will survive it, yet I am always ready with my chin in my palms like, so what we doing on this episode? Um, if you've been watching, you know it's a lot of shoot 'em up bang bang <laughs> that is going on and the last episode was brutal in so many ways. It was good though. Oh, John Singleton must be proud because they have done a hell of a job continuing his work. Um, and then there's good news because they were also renewed for the fifth season already. That's how you do it. All right, moving on. This is us. Um, this is us was an it was a solid episode. It was more memory lane. Um, I wanted to see more of Randall and his family, but this episode focused on Nikki, which is the brother to their dad, Jack Pearson. Um, so 
We got a lot of backstory on Jack's relationship with his brother, Nikki. And Uncle Nikki shows up at Kevin's door <laughs> to visit. He like had not been on a plane since like Vietnam or whatever war they were in. I feel like it was Vietnam. And this fool got on a plane because Kevin named one of the twins after him. And he could not not meet his great niece and nephew. And then he joked them. He was like, so you only named one twin after me? Um, it was a very cute and endearing episode. Um, and yeah, I was surprised. Well, I won't say I was surprised. I didn't expect to get the backstory on Nikki and Jack because they have been skirting it for so long. But I guess it's it's definitely befitting for the where the story is right now. Um, so it was a solid episode. Ooh, Uncensored and Unsung also returned this week. Okay. I'm going to start with Uncensored. <laughs> so Uncensored featured Teddy Riley. Can I just say it was the most underwhelming Uncensored I've ever seen. It's like he shared his story, y'all. There was no fucking good news in the story. No good news. Like he'd tell us like the backstory about the group. And then he'd be like, oh, yeah. So I never got paid for that. I never got the credits. And I was like, oh, okay. Then he'd tell another story about how he brought on Keith Sweat, put him on and everything. And then it'd be like, yeah, so I never got paid for this. Like, it was just like one sad story after the other. There was literally no good news. And I was just like, who picked him? And then once y'all picked him and you saw this footage, you still decided to put it together and air it? Why? It was depressing. It was incredibly depressing. And what I did not know was that Keith, nope, that um, Teddy Riley was dating Lisa Wu. She's now Lisa Wu Hartwell. I did not know that he was dating her first. And then she ended up hooking with Keith Sweat and have, marrying him and having two kids. Y'all, a mess. Depressing. However, Unsung was about Morris Day from the time. That shit was good. I've always known of him, did not know a whole lot about his life, and we got all of the tea, and my heart was so full. Did not know he was addicted to freebasing, but that was the time back then. I definitely knew that Prince made him, but listening to him talk about Prince was funny, how Prince felt like he owned you once he created you, and all that other stuff. But Fishnets, Black Pantyhose is my shit. It firmly reminds me of my childhood, and not only just my childhood, so my mother has big legs, and she has always worn fishnets and I just always felt like those were just like the most feminine and sexy thing a woman could do is wear fishnet pantyhose I'm such an 80s kid anyway um so his unsung was really really good and he looks good also um I still like to do the bird and as that joint was playing like you can't I feel like you can't hear the song and not do the bird and squawk like a bird because how can you just sit there and hear all of this goodness going on and you not participate whatevs all right moving on um deliciousness return so deliciousness is a spinoff of ridiculousness that's hosted by rob deardeck chanel west coast and then stilo brim um they previewed it during the holidays and it's hosted by tiffany amber Thiessen, which was kelly from saved by the bell and it is co-hosted by Angela Kinsley. Kinsey? I didn't know who she was. She's a comedian girl. She's funny, though. Kel Mitchell, which we know from Keenan and Kel. And then Tim. He you, His stage name was Tim De La Ghetto from Wild and Out. He's on there. Um, so it's back for a second season. We like it. It's good family fun. It's clean fun. They show the same kind of viral internet videos like Ridiculousness, but all of these are food related. 
So that is that. And then lastly, Fast Foodies is a new show. It came out a while ago. I talked to you about it. I'm watching it, but I'm getting bored with it. So bored, I think like I'm going to delete it from the DVR. It's a good, it's an entertaining show, but week after week, it's the same thing. The only thing that changes is the um, are the guests. And that's not that exciting enough to keep my attention. So um, I'm going to quit that joint. But I did watch all of the episodes up to where they are now. So that is it for what Mimi is watching. All right, so for our main topic today, I'm super, super, super excited. We are going to talk about a new show I have been watching with my husband called She's the Boss. And I actually sat down and chatted with Nicole Walters, who is the star of this new show. So um, they're probably about... I feel like five episodes in on She's the Boss. We've been watching them all, thoroughly entertained. I didn't think it was something Babe would be into, but we have been watching it together. So let me tell you about She's the Boss. So it uh, follows Nicole Walters, who is an ambitious jet-setting entrepreneur who runs a multi-million dollar marketing empire, and her husband, Josh Walters, who is a quirky and devoted stay-at-home lawyer. Um, full disclosure, Nicole and I go back. (laughs) So back in the day, um, I don't know, probably about like six years or so, Nicole, um, she used to live in Baltimore. So she and I did a lot of events together, media stuff, blogging stuff, all of that business. So it was such a treat to catch up with her. She and I chit chat on social and stuff like that. So we were relatively familiar, you know, about the things going on in one another's life. But it was really fun to just sit down and chit chat. Um, She has since moved to Atlanta. She told me I needed to move. Um, And so we chatted about the show. So our conversation is just what Mimi said. What it's just good girlfriend chatter. So if you don't know Nicole, Nicole is a self-made power woman who became nationally known when she quit her job on the internet. (laughs) She had been on her job for like a decade and um, she's an executive for Fortune 500 company or she was and she just quit it live and streamed it. I don't know. I don't know if it was IG live. Maybe it was. She did it live. Now you could only hear her side of the conversation and stuff. But it was really dope because her supervisor was very supportive and was like, yo, almost like I'd hire you personally with your own business because I know you're killing it. So um, with a well thought out plan, a strong belief in her talents and a deep desire to be her own boss, Nicole left that job and successfully converted her part time side hustle into a full time multimillion dollar personal development and business education empire. Her mission is to inspire people to live life better and to create the lasting legacy that they will be proud of. So naturally, I'll have Nicole tell you a little bit more about the show, but it's a it's a reality show and it follows her, her husband, Josh, who already said was a lawyer and um, their girls. They have three girls. One is away at school and then they have two girls, Chrissy and Allie at home. And then they have Eddie. Eddie is like the house manager. Eddie is a fucking good time. Let me tell you, he will have you dying laughing. So... Um, I'm going to go ahead and roll right into the interview, but She's the Boss airs on USA on Thursday nights at 10.30 p.m. 
I hope you absolutely enjoy our Kiki. And then let me know, have you watched she, She's the Boss? Let's let's talk about it some more. I'll post one on the gram and then we can talk about it there. Strange time. <laughs> For sure. Okay, so. How are you? I'm How are the act- kids? How are you? How are the kids? How's the house? All that stuff. We're still in the house. Mm-hmm. But it's a new house though. Listen, it, talk about looking house. God. Look at yes. God timing wise, you know? I'm so thankful to be in a home where we have space to stretch out and we like it here. So yes, yes. I thought about that. I was like, oh my gosh, look at the timing though. You know, Mm -hmm. amazing. How are you? I'm good. We're loving Atlanta. I'm, I know you just got the house, but I'm going to tell you, you need to move. (laughs) Like you want to be down here. It's warm already. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm just excited. Today is going to be 65. Oh, yeah. No, that was what it was this morning. Now it's like 70 something. You need to come down here. Bring the babies. Jealous. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to resist the urge of referring to the girls as I know. Big, tiny, and big, tiny, puffin. I know. The word puffin. is out officially. Everyone and, knows and who they really are. <laughs> and hubbin. Right. I know. But you've always known there's Josh and Allie and Chrissy. Like, you yes. know, you've known. You know me for so long at this point, so. I know, I was like, oh, I wanna talk to Nicole. I know, I was here for it. I was like, no way, I was like, I know Mimi. Yes, put her <laughs> So I'm excited. So yeah, so, so let's okay. do this. My, my husband and I have been watching the show. Oh I God. did not think it was something that he'd watch with me. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was his thing. Mm-hmm. You guys have sucked him in, let me tell you. Yay, that's good, I'm glad, I'm glad. Yeah, so, okay, for those who don't know, can you just tell us what She's the Boss about? (laughs) So She's the Boss is, uh, it's a show about balancing family and having a, you know, entrepreneurial endeavor and getting everything wrong all the time in all of those places, but trying to handle it with grace and laughter and love. I love that. So did you have a particular why and why you wanted to do the show? I mean, oh you're show by yourself already. I know, I know. So uh, I guess the reason why was mostly because our family is so different, but mm-hmm. so relatable, right? So mm-hmm. our family is different in how we came together. You know, we aren't your standard, what seems to be American family, 2.5 kids, you know, all that. But mm-hmm. yet there is, there are so many similarities, like the kids going to college, learning how to drive, boyfriends, like all those things. I think people can just really relate. And even though we look different, you know, they can really mm-hmm. relate to that. And that's, I think, what America needs, which is why I said yes, because I was like, this is the energy we need to see right now. <laughs> oh, this is totally the energy we need to see. Mm-hmm. Now, your parents are African. What do they think about your non-traditional, now on TV, sharing the world with your in your home? You know, my parents were like, my dad was like, you know, there's still time you can go to medical school. <laughs> You know, it's it's not too late for you. It's not too late. And then my mom's like, the, uh, no joke. The other day she said to me, probably, I think it was two days ago I talked to her. She's like, you know, even if you had one more child on the show, maybe a boy this time, eh? it can be she's the boss with also your son. And I'm like, no, mom, no, mom. Like, I love you. No more kids, mom. Dad, like this entrepreneur thing is kind of working out. You know, <laughs> like I'm going to need you to, just ease up a little bit, you know? So they love it. They 
they need to watch the episode that the last episode about you wanting a baby and all of the things that come with that. That was why my mom called because she's like, <laughs> so, you know, I'm also, God is speaking to me as well. I think you need child, you know? And I'm like, no mom, like it was just on the table briefly. It was a moment in time. <laughs> like it was a moment in time, you know? So no, but they're loving it. They're loving watching the show. They're loving watching their grandbabies. Like it's so fun for them. I love that. So how are the kids mm -hmm. responding to the show? I know, are you, wait, are are they going to school in Atlanta? No, no, no. So right now, because of all the craziness in the world, they're actually home. Mm -hmm. So okay. I'm in, I'm mid, and actually I'm in my office right now. So mid tiny is literally down the hall, you know, and Puffin has a cube right next to her. So like they're with okay. me every day, you know, which secretly I love it, you know, because it's like, I'm getting to spend so much time with them uh -huh. during the pandemic, but I don't know how much they're loving it, but I love it. And they um are loving the show. I will say they're not really feeling any weirdness about it because they're not mm -hmm. in school, right? right? So like if they were in school, maybe they'd hear their friends talking about it or something like that. But they're just like, yeah, it's a show, whatever. Like, I mean, it's not like it's on TikTok or whatever. So who cares? It's, it's not, not that it's not like, cool. Right, it's not like, you know, you're Snapchat famous. So, and I'm like, you know what? It's fine. And then my nine-year-old's like, you don't even have a billboard, mom. You don't even have a billboard. That's what Puffin said. So she's like, you're not like famous. Like you don't even have a billboard. These kids are not African. They sound a lot like oh, your parents. Oh, though. I was like, you know what? It's fine. It's totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay, so what about Hubbin? Is he enjoying his fame? He's always so... Sure. I think the husband is quietly funny. Like I find he's got like a quiet, dry humor, but mm -hmm. it is so funny. It's so on the money. Yeah. He's like, I mean, in his head, he's like, oh yeah, I've always been a quadruple threat, you know, lawyer, singer, plus size model. I'm like, get out of here. Like I'm done. Like you were like, I can't even like, you're so much right now. So, uh, but yeah, no, for him, it's like no big deal because he's been part of this whole process right like mm -hmm. so back when I was like heavy blogging and stuff like he was part of uh -huh. that and um so for him he's just kind of it's another day you know it's weird my family's pretty cool about everything uh, if you can't tell I'm the neurotic one you <laughs> right. know, so. I love that okay so one I need to know is he wearing any of the clothes because we were feeling the clothes like my husband was like he came out in one outfit and he was like no that outfit is really fly like it looks good on him I will never tell him you said that. Okay. First and foremost, I will never tell him that those clothes that all of those clothes could get burnt like for real, for real. Yesterday we went to go look at, um, some properties around Atlanta. And mm -hmm. when I tell you, he came out in, uh, one of the vest pieces that he got, I don't even know. Cause so there's more to that wardrobe than you guys even saw on the show uh -huh. he shopping, shopping with Eddie. And like, he came out with a bubble puffy vest that he was, I was just like, where is that from? He's like, oh yeah, it's part of my new like stash of outfits. And I was like, no, 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 no. You can wear that stuff on your own time with your own friends. I'm not doing it. <laughs> not with me. I, I did not marry that guy. I don't know who that guy is. No, no, absolutely not. So yeah, I know. I mean, the show is great because it really does show a lot of those marital dynamics. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we still evolve as people and it's just, it's a journey every day. <laughs> it is a breath of fresh air though. So many times we kind of feel like we're the only ones dealing with this with our kids or mm -hmm. with our spouses. So it's nice. And it kind of takes some of the heavy off in your personal life when you watch it on TV and you're like, see, unless yeah. you don't agree. And then it might be some tension. Right. You know? 
Right, right. No, what I love telling everyone is it's not like it's an escape from life because hopefully you're living a mm-hmm. life that you're okay with, but it's like a retreat. It's that mm-hmm. like breath of fresh air, that little break from the craziness of all the negative stuff on the internet and the world, you know, to really just kind of laugh at somebody else, you know, but also like not feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Like it's good, funny. And there just isn't enough of that on TV and we're excited to bring it. I agree. And it's it's like, it's so refreshing, but it's funnier because we can relate. Like we have these <laughs> conversations in our home when you're like, so these clothes are really old and you need some new ones or they got holes or, you know, Crocs can't go everywhere. When you told Chrissy about Crocs, like, well, first of all, everybody wears Crocs. Everyone wears Crocs, but there's categories. It's a, the thing that I talk about on the show where I'm like, there's inside clothes and there's outside clothes. So like we, it didn't make it on air, but this is how this that episode unfolded was uh-huh. you know, a little behind the scenes. We had a whole conversation about inside clothes clothes and outside clothes. Now growing up, I learned that, you know, what you wear outside, when you come in, you might change it to something more casual or comfortable. You're not sitting your outside clothes on the inside furniture. My husband's like, what does that even mean? Clothes or clothes? And that was why him and Eddie decided to make this whole event of shopping for outside clothes. And I was just like, I can't, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this with y'all. Like this is, this is a whole thing. I'm not doing this. So yeah, it's like, it's, it's relatable because I think everyone can kind of see a bit of their own mm-hmm. crazy family dynamics in our big crazy family dynamic. Uh, okay, so has Eddie applied for his star on the Walk of Fame or what? I know, I know that Eddie. <laughs> So Eddie's on vacation right now, right? So after the show, cause you know, filming is a lot and you know, uh-huh. there's a lot that we're doing here. So we were like, Eddie, you know what? Take a break. You know what I mean? Take a break from it all. Just relax a little bit. So he goes and visits his family. And the other day I get a text. So we still talk every day. I get a text from him. He's like, I just got recognized. <laughs> I just got recognized. And I was like, Eddie, like recognized for real or just like a friend, you know? Cause with Eddie, you never know. You know what I mean? Never know. I'm like, like you're walking around the Bronx. Are you sure it wasn't the guy from the bodega, you know, or were you actually recognized, you know? He was like, no, I got recognized. I was like, okay, Eddie. I was like, well, let's just bring it down a notch. You'll be just fine, you know? But that's Eddie for you. He's a character. Eddie um, is a star. I was like, did Eddie get a date? I need to know, are his DMs blowing up? Is Eddie on social? Eddie is, so Eddie is not on social. So a lot of people have asked about that. They're like, why is this? And it's because Eddie's in his twenties. So like, you may not be able to tell cause he's tall and stuff, but Eddie's only 24, you know? Oh. So he's got his whole life ahead of him. And you know, none of our kids are on social, you know, like we told all of them, we were like, look, like while this show is on the air, everyone can enjoy our family on screen, but you've got the rest of your life ahead of you. And I want you guys to be able to live privately and also right. make your mistakes, do what you want to do. That's crazy and not feel worried, you know, about uh-huh. people following you or commenting or whatever else, and especially with Eddie. So yeah, no, Eddie is laying low, having fun, but clearly getting recognized in these streets. <laughs> tell Eddie, I'm be looking for Eddie in the streets. I need an autograph. I need a selfie. Because... If you find him, keep him, okay? <laughs> okay, so I was dying laughing at the school pickup line because it is the unorganized time suck around America. That part, oh my God, was beyond relatable. Well, and it's the truth, you know, like in that episode where, um, you know, I was just getting so frustrated with pickup, it was simply because there's always a better way. And that's how my mm-hmm. entrepreneur brain, that's how I built my business. Oftentimes entrepreneurs aren't coming to me asking for help because they're saying to themselves, I don't know how to do any of it. It's more like, how do I 
do it better. And so right. I can't turn that off, you know? So I'm in this school pickup line and Hubbin usually does it, which is why I'm like, I'm sitting in the passenger seat like, this is terrible, this is terrible. And he's just like, it's always like this, you know? And all I could think to myself was, isn't everybody annoyed with this? So it's very validating to hear that other moms and they all came to my DMs like, mama, like we need that text message system. We need, you know, yes. parking lot assignments. And I'm like, I'm on it. I got you. You need That's to own business. it, put your name on it, protect it, and then put it out there to the masses. That's right. The carpool queen. <laughs> okay. So here's what I want to know. Actually, my husband comments about this all the time. So I'm going to say, are you guys going to have merch? Because he always comments about you and Eddie wearing that apron. And I was like, it's a cute <gasps> apron though. I need an apron. You guys wear matching turbans. Oh like I God. need some merch. You're so funny. So I'll give you the exclusive because we're good friends. Um, I will have my turbans dropping uh, within the next uh, 10 days or so. So people oh, will yes. be able to buy those turbans. Yes. Um, if they just stay tuned at NicoleWalters.com and follow me on social, they'll be able to buy those. So yes, we will have tiny merch, if you will. It's not your um, typical, like we're not putting Eddie's face on a tank top or anything crazy like that. But Eddie would love that. Eddie, Eddie would love Oh, he can wear it himself. I mean, like, let's be honest, but you, there will be able to, uh, people will be able to grab some items that you know everyone's been screaming about wanting um online very soon <laughs> i love that those were all the questions i have for you i'm so happy to see you i to know. celebrate you i love the amazing things i feel like well i always watch ig tvs and stuff but okay. you are the most incredible storyteller it could oh be so gosh. simple and i'm sucked in like so and then what happened <laughs> And girl, what did you do? And so I love that now more of the world gets to see you in that regard and your adorable family and the dog. So the dog totally busted up a scene in the last episode when you and Josh were sitting and a dog kind of just comes in and, and perches just on the couch. Well, and also it's like, I have a very nice couch. Like no one in my house respects any of my stuff. The dogs don't respect. And it's, it's really funny because that's the whole point of the show. They say she's the boss. I'm not the boss of anything. No one takes me seriously. My employees clearly do whatever. My my family, my kids, they like, I'll, they'll listen to me, but they're also like, okay, mom, you know what I mean? So it's it's really funny. It's good to be able to chat with you about it. I love seeing your face again. Sure. And, um, you know, once this world opens up, I got to make my way back up north to come see you because no more yes. in the DC area anyways. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a really it's been quite the ride. So I'm I'm grateful. Well, we to are you. forever tuned in. We're yes. gonna keep watching the my nine year old watch last night. Yes. She thought it was so funny. She was definitely laughing oh at God. Allie. And I was like, Oh sister, do you see yourself in this person on TV? <laughs> <laughs> is is this a mirror that you have been needing? So thank you for giving us more family time because of this course. is a very family friendly show that yes. everyone in the house can watch. And we definitely need more of that. Oh, thank you so much. I adore you, Mimi. Thank you for taking out the time. I appreciate You're you. You're welcome. All the best. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Have a of good one. Of course. All right, cuties, I hope you enjoyed me and Nicole's chat. I'm so proud of her, so excited for her. She is always a ball of energy and such a good time. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mimi Said What? Thank you for listening, for subscribing and sharing. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. Why? Because I appreciate you. You can follow me at Mimi Cute Lips everywhere on social. And as you continue the conversation, don't forget to use the hashtag Mimi Said What? Until next time, cuties. <laughs>